Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, uh, Kathy. Uh, here good we morning. are. Uh, we're uh, in the uh, first week of uh, full first full week of February. Um, coming up is uh, Valentine, so. <laughs> well, February is one of my all-time favorite months. Yeah. Next to Christmas, I would yeah. give it next to Christmas. I love yeah. February. Just uh, you know, we've talked about uh, decorations and um, mm-hmm. our house, and and I got to see your house is uh, quite yes, spe- quite spectacular. Yes, all there. Of Christmas, we had a, a Christmas because uh, you kept it up for the wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was quite fun, and I got to see all the beautiful decorations in and out, um, and know that you do that in a big way. And Linda, Linda is a you know a big decorator of just making yes. making it a special place. So um, you know, with Michelle passing this last year, we took all of her decorations uh, to our house in storage. And uh, Mich- I think I've said this before, but Linda was a super decorator. Michelle was a super, super decorator <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, who loved the seasons, you know, so Christmas. Right. And the next one is Valentine's. Uh, so uh, what we do is there was a, a Michelle had used this uh, decorator uh, organizer uh, to uh, help her decorate her house mm-hmm. and put stuff, you know, in different places. So she knew her stuff really well. So we brought her in and... Um, what we did, we did this for Christmas, and then we sorted that out, and we took the best of Michelle's and Linda's, right. and then everything that's left over, because we have, you know, obviously too much, and then we just give it away. Um, so we did that Which for- Which is a blessing to someone else. Yes. Too, so we did yeah. that for Valentine's, and so we uh, brought Linda's, brought up Michelle's, put it all out, uh, and then she, uh, this lady and Linda, put put it all together into the highest spec- <laughs> spectacular. Oh, that's um, great! So our house is Valentine's, uh, ah. full, fully Valentine's everywhere. My office, the bedrooms, <laughs> the, everything is Valentine's. And we did the same thing. We took the best of both. Everything right. left over, we you know we're getting we're giving it away. So um, what a uh, sweet thing! Valentine's is a big deal, and um, and of course um, I need to make sure that I. Uh, you know, get the cards, the flowers, and the dinners. And you, and may, you need that, to be spoiled. All, yes. all that stuff. You know, so that <laughs> so we, we don't do a we lot rejoice. of. We don't decorate for Valentine's, but February yeah. is February is the month of our very first date. Mm. It is also the month we got engaged mm. on Valentine's um, wow. way back when, and it is the month of our anniversary. And so this year, February twenty seventh, we will be celebrating our thirtieth year anniversary. Oh, beautiful! Yeah. Super excited about that. So are you, doing, are you going, going, going anywhere on. special? We are, actually. We have planned a trip to Spain. Oh, yeah. And so we're going to be going to Malaga to and to Seville. Nice. And, uh, yeah, going to enjoy that. And uh, going with some good friends of ours, uh, the Nichols, who you met at the wedding. They were at the table. Yep. Um, so the four of us will be heading over there for that. And comically enough, Caleb and Olivia, I've never been there before. Caleb and Olivia will be there before us. And so they're going to be able to send us back tips of favorite things that we need to make sure we don't miss as well. So oh, that's great. Fantastic. Um, 
on the on the day that we're taping this, um, we talked about you know Michelle, but today is her birthday. Mm. Uh, so we're yes. celebrating that uh, with her, giving her honor. And uh, every year we went to a special restaurant, actually Shanahan's in in uh, Tech Center. Um, mm. And we always had birthday there. And um, one of our pictures that we actually uh, got to see was all of us at that birthday party last year. Oh, uh, wow. And so we're, you know, we're going to rejoice. And we're going there tonight uh, as a family. And uh, gonna, I love that you're doing gonna that. Going to honor so her just... and think about her and pray about her. And, uh, you know, of course, we know where she's at. So she's doing fine. And uh, we're praying more, mostly for us. <laughs> <laughs> that, right. that we can work through the uh, both the joy and the sadness of, of that life. But uh, mm-hmm. some cool stuff that I've been learning, and maybe we'll have a chance uh, to go through that material about uh, eternal life. And right. some yeah, of the, God's been really revealing a lot of stuff to you on yeah, that. Yeah, lots of big-time yeah. stuff, and uh, particularly around the— I got led into the tree of life, which was in the garden, and then he blocked them from going back. And the tree of life shows up throughout scripture, so it's still available to us. So it's a really interesting mm. whole discussion of, you know, and this is where the abiding is so fun that you take something that it's not obvious because mm-hmm. it's not like, well, here's what it is. Right. Uh, you really have to abide and ask questions and what the heck is this and how does that mm-hmm. work and what does that mean? And, and God takes logos which is what you know we center on. Uh, we don't right. we don't deny that, but he then gives Rama personal application. Mm-hmm. Of, well, here's what this means. You know, I just give you one example of really what kind of started it all, and what I've been learning is um, in my prayer time. Again, prayer is just dialogue. So I, you know, we talk to God, and Linda and I were saying, you know, we're uh, we were grieving. Hey, Father, we were grieving, uh, and what? How come when you give covenant life that? Um, it seems like Michelle was a life cut short. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, what do you mean? Remember, prayer is dialogue. You know, he says, well, what do right. you mean? What do you mean? Well, there's things that she wanted to experience that she didn't get to, and she had it on her heart to do, and we were praying that she would, and we knew that she, we thought that she was going to, and I guess it's over with. He said, why do you say that? Well, because her life's mm. over. And then he says, uh, it's not. <laughs> it's really just begun. <laughs> um, it's it's actually she's going to experience these things now in a new place. Mm-hmm. And don't say it's over. It's not. It continues and it's progressive. And there's still things that she's going to receive. Um, and you got to understand that, you know. And so mm-hmm. um, we that's what I've been working on studying. We're actually going to uh, our leaders are going to the Caymans uh, next week. Next week, meaning the week from taping, not the week of this broadcast. Right, right. And um, uh, we're going to study that, uh, uh, share together the fullness of life, because it's really fantastic Right. Uh, to think of life now and life eternal, and what does that mean, what does it look like? And the one thing that I did discover, which I, I kind of knew it, but I didn't really appreciate it, was when we think of heaven, going, okay, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm dying and going to just the spiritual place, we kind of think we don't do anything. Mm-hmm. It's like everything's completed, you know everything, and that's it. You know, and, and aren't we just standing around and singing with the angels? And, and we're just it, standing right? around <laughs> doing nothing. You know, and God says, "No, it's way, way, way different than that." And um, and that's what's been so exciting. And then, by the way, it does have implication how you live life here, 
in terms of what happens in eternity. So it's not like you, you don't have the opportunity if you're truly a believer, but the experience is going to be different if we've experienced life here the way that God wants mm-hmm. us to experience it. So it's kind of kind of cool stuff. Um, uh, and it's through, again, through the beauty of prayer, the privilege of abiding is I can see the truth of the logos. I don't fully understand what that means, and could you help me have wisdom, insight, clarity, and answer some questions I've got about it. And he mm-hmm. said, yeah, I can because I wrote the book. <laughs> um, and I want you, and kind of we talked about that last time with Nehemiah, is, okay, they could read the word, mm-hmm. but do you understand it? And they right. said, let's spend time together in dialogue in, 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 with the Holy Spirit to have us understand these things so it actually means something to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got to translate into reality, not hypothetical, you know, so... Uh, this next one we're going to talk to talk about is Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. Um, let me set it up, and then we'll read the, the scriptures. Um, Jeremiah, the book, starts with, uh, he's a youngster, and a youngster meaning that he would have been an adult, you know, at least 13, 14 years old, probably somewhere, you know, in the late teens or early 20s. And uh, God says, um, I'm, I'm inviting you to be a prophet to the nation. And ne- Jeremiah's response is, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a youth. Right. Uh, <laughs> you you know, sure wh- about this? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's way other people that are more advanced than me. Um, you know, why do you want to pick me? I don't, I don't think I'm, I'm going to be that good at it. And he said, this isn't about you. It's about me. <laughs> right, right. He says, what you have is a heart to receive it. And I'm going to tell you something right up front. Mm-hmm. Only say what I tell you to say. Right. Um, and don't add go to it. Go where I tell you to go and, and speak go where I tell, I tell you, you to speak. And yeah. Don't add to it. Don't detract from it. You just stay with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you what to say. Okay. All right. What do you want me to say? Tell the people <laughs> to repent because mm-hmm. they've walked away from me. The leaders and everybody else has walked away from me. Mm-hmm. And if they don't repent because I actually care about them so much, I'm gonna judge them. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna bring uh, calamity on them and I'm gonna bring judgment. I'm gonna bring their, their country's gonna be destroyed and they're gonna be captured uh, and uh, their life that they know it is gonna be over. Tell them that. Okay, so he starts telling them that. Mm-hmm. Repent because, because, because. Um, and if you do, God will spare the judgment and restore you and get you back to the covenant life. And their response is, no. Mm. Uh, we don't believe you. You're a false prophet. Um, we think everything's fine. And we're doing what we're going to do. And we don't care. And we're not doing it. We're not repenting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this, <laughs> this chapter 15 uh, of Jeremiah is, he's been doing it no response mm-hmm. and basically goes to God and says, uh, nobody's listening to me. You told me to do this, that the words were going to be powerful. They're not. Right. Nobody's responding. Why should I bother? Who cares? And as far as I'm concerned. And you can understand where he's coming from. I mean, he was given a hard message to deliver yeah. and not be received. Right. Yeah, yeah. And nobody, not even some are receiving it. And mm-hmm. so um, it seems to me a waste of time. Uh, there's no outcome to it that you thought I thought was going to happen. 
Because when you said to say this, I'm assuming they're going to repent, but they're not. Mm -hmm. So there's no good outcome from this. So as far as I'm concerned, I'd like to quit. Right. Okay. That's that's the premise of these verses. Mm. Uh, so read chapter 15, uh, verses uh, 10 to 21. Okay. Woe is me, my mother, that you have borne me. <laughs> there, there he is right there. Woe, woe, woe is, is me. me. This ain't working out. Woe is me. Go ahead. <laughs> a man of strife and a man of contention to the whole earth. <laughs> I have neither lent for interest nor have men lent to me for interest. Every one of them curses me. The Lord said, surely it will be well with your remnant. Surely I will cause the enemy to intercede with you in the time of adversity and in the time of affliction. Can anyone break iron, the northern iron and the bronze? Your wealth and your treasures I will give as plunder without price because of all your sins throughout your territories. And I will make you cross over with your enemies into a land which you do not know. For a fire is kindled in my anger, which shall burn upon you. O oh Lord, you know, remember me and visit me and take vengeance for me on my persecutors. In your enduring patience, do not take me away. Know that for your sake I've suffered rebuke. Your words were found and I ate them. And your word was to me the joy and rejoicing of my heart, for I am called by your name, O oh Lord God of hosts. I do not sit in the assembly of mockers, nor did I rejoice. I sat alone because of your hand, for you have filled me with indignation. Why is my pain perpetual and my wound incurable, which refuses to be healed? Will you surely be to me like an unreliable stream as waters that fail? Therefore, thus says the Lord, if you return, then I will bring you back. You shall stand before me. If you take out the precious from the vial, you shall be as my mouth. Let them return to you, but you must not return to them. And I will make you to these people a fortified bronze wall, and they will fight against you, but they shall not prevail against you. For I am with you to save you and deliver you, says the Lord. I will deliver you from the hand of the wicked, and I will redeem you from the grip of the terrible. Okay. So he says, uh, you know, woe is me. Mm -hmm. uh, nothing's happening. Everybody hates me. <laughs> and not only, <laughs> not only is everybody not responding at all. Mm-hmm. They're actually cursing me mm -hmm. and trying to harm me. Right. Uh, now, I thought, God, if I'm your spokesman, mm -hmm. aren't I supposed to be doing pretty well with this? Right. Shouldn't there be some favor surrounding Shouldn't this? Shouldn't there be something <laughs> in there? And for sure, I'm not getting hammered mm -hmm. by the people that you've asked me to speak to. And right. no, nobody's responding. Nothing's happening. Woe is me. In other words... As far as I'm concerned, this is a waste of time. Um, mm. and, the Lord, and the Lord says, interesting, in verse 11, he says something that he actually doesn't understand until later because he has to come and pick it up. He says, it will be well with you, and in essence, with you and your remnant. Mm -hmm. Okay, what did God just say to him? He didn't fully appreciate it here because he had to process that later. But what did God just say to him? that there will be a remnant that does receive it and walk with it. In other words, Jeremiah, yes, I know you're interested in the outcome mm -hmm. and you see nothing. Mm -hmm. Interesting enough, son, you and there'll be a people that are going to follow me. It'll be different mm -hmm. than you think. And it's not and the judgment's still going to come, but there is going to be a remnant, which by the right. way, think and basically saying, 
think about what that means. Ultimately, you'll be you'll be speaking to people that have a heart to hear it. Right. And and honestly, there's some encouragement in that, that that means there will be community for him again, because I think like when when I read this, I feel his loneliness, too. Yep. You know, and I think about pastors that have have felt that loneliness, the isolation, and I think he's feeling the weight of that right now. Yep. Um, and he's saying that, um, yes, uh, the enemy, uh, by the way, he's talking about the enemy against the nation is coming. They are going to uh, uh, overwhelm you. They are going to take your stuff. Uh, so I'm reiterating, again, what you've been wondering is mm-hmm. that that's actually true. And since this you're part, happen. since you're since you're part of this adversity that's mm-hmm. coming, which by the way, God says actually I'm bringing it. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeremiah, one thing I need you to, and this is what he does later, is uh, well then. Um, how, what exactly do you want me to be part of? If that's happening, I'm going to be part of it. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm going to suffer the consequences of it. Yep. How do I still have the covenant? I'll show you. I'm mm. going to show you. And he just gave him a little clue what you just said. You'll have a community with you. Mm-hmm. It'll be different and you don't understand it yet, but I am, I am telling you a little bit of encouragement. Um, and he says, okay. Um, he says that, uh, remember me then, <laughs> verse 15, um, and um, make sure that I get to be with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, fulfill that the persecutors coming against me are not going to succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, uh, then he says, your words were found, I ate them, and they became a joy to me. So that I do remember, and I'm going to go back to that, that even though the words per se seem hard and tough and warning, mm-hmm. to me, because I processed them, they right. be, they became a joy, and mm-hmm. I know I'm 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 saying yes I get it. I know you've asked me to speak this. There's no response, but I'm supposed to get joy not out of outcome, mm-hmm. but out of being with you. And he's starting to dialogue with God that we start to understand that, that just be faithful to it. And there's an indication, by the way, of abiding. If you're abiding, and this is what we ask each other and as our leaders, are you enjoying receiving those words, Mm -hmm. even when it's confrontational, even when it's rebuking that, hey, Rich, there's something I want you to learn here. You're going the wrong way. You need to go this way. I'm going to show you something. Are you ready to go? Uh, yes, um, we have. That's a, fascinating when you see that example right there, because you look at what he was hearing from God, what he was receiving from God, and then he was still able to turn around and say, "Hey, these words were a joy when I received them," <laughs> because there's nothing joyful about the message that he got. Right. The joy was being in God's presence, hearing from Him, and processing with Him. Right. Uh, we were um, uh, Dave Duncan and I are on a uh, discipling call with a bunch of C12 leaders. And uh, one guy says, hey, I got to, you know, and we basically always say, you know, what's, what's going on with you? What do you want us to pray for? And uh, one guy says, well, I have a confession to make is that over the last couple, several weeks, I've been in great consternation, uh, worry, fear, and upset about this, you know, one thing that's going on. Um, and I shouldn't do that. Mm. So pray that I stop it. Mm. And I, <laughs> I said, I'm not praying that. Um, 
I said, interesting enough, you got it all backwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, because see, and this is what Jeremiah was experiencing is that, well, I'm in dialogue with God. And basically is, okay, somebody just said something or somebody's doing something, uh, what do you got to say about that? Mm-hmm. And God reminded me, he says, well, remind him that it's all, he's got it all backwards. It's not, he, he doesn't need to go to grief and, and uh, guilt. I brought it out so that he could deal with it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mm. heal him. Um, ask him if he's ready to get healed and, and, and don't think what's wrong with me. Nothing's wrong with you. I just said it's time for you to get healed. Um, and I and I so I speak I speak that Dave reinforces it and he says oh so really I'm not supposed to say I got to stop it I said by the way you can't and if you try hard to stop it you're gonna get gonna get worse mm-hmm. I said God just said how about now let's go um, right because if you abide in my, His words even though you realize well this is a tough area for me it's a heart issue it's mm-hmm. a soul what they call a soul wound I got something that's been there a long time okay. But if you eat his words, guess what? It becomes what? A joy. A joy. Um, and it doesn't matter that even when he's saying, you know, I, I want to teach you something now that's harming you. Mm-hmm. And yes, yeah, part of you and something you think and believe, I'm going to heal you. Let's go. Um, right. Because my words were found and you got to discover them. Okay, where do you want to say to me? I eat them. The eat them is, um, it's the uh, ruminant that mm-hmm. uh, eats the grass, chews it, swallows it. Uh, some's absorbed, back up, chews it, swallows it, absorb, back and forth, back and forth until it's all absorbed. So grass becomes meat. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. And by the way, that process is to be what? A joy. Right. Uh, why? Well, because you're getting God's truth and he's leading you to the very, very best. He said, okay, I get it. Um, I've, I've got my eyes off the truth. of I've been focusing on an outcome and my role in an outcome and how come it's impacting me when you're just saying, why don't you just be with me and eat my words? Mm-hmm. You'll get joy back again. Okay, I get it. Um, uh, and he says, I, you know, I wasn't doing it. I wasn't rejoicing, but that's where I'm going to go. Um, are you going to be there for me? Yes. And then God says, um, implying to you, Jeremiah, this is in verse 19. And again, I need to help you understand something about walking with me in repentance. Mm-hmm. Why have you gone to discouragement? Because you understand something. If you're being with me, you're going to have joy. Right. Okay, you didn't. What happened? You walked away from me. You walked away, right. Um, so let's, let's come back to now what we're doing. If you return to me, repent, mm-hmm. stop the direction you're going, come on, just come on back to me. Right. With where my words are going to be spoken and you're going to find joy. I'll bring you back. Um, I'm going to take the precious from the vile. So in other words, I'm purifying you. Mm. You're going to be my mouth, like I said. Um, And um, the people are going to come to you. And don't you return to them. Don't worry. There's going to be a remnant. Mm -hmm. Uh, Don't worry. I'm going to make you a fortified bronze wall. Yeah, they're going to fight against you, but they're not going to win. Don't worry about it. Um, I'm going to save you, Mm. deliver you. And you'll be fine. Um, okay. Think about the process of prayer. It's all started because because what? What Jeremiah? What was his? What was he, happening? He had a problem. He, <laughs> he a problem. went to him and he authentically had a problem. Yeah, yes. like this ain't working out. <laughs> 
and I don't get it, and how come, and why not? As far as I'm concerned, I, I just want to quit. Mm-hmm. Okay. God says, okay. Um, first of all, you did one thing really well. You actually came and asked me. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so prayer, even in the, in the depth of discouragement, would just go to him and say, you know what? Right. I'm struggling here. Okay. And that's part of that authentic, intimate relationship. Yeah. It's just being willing to be real. Yeah. Yeah. So come on back. Um, okay. Uh, tell, me what, tell me what you think. I think this. Okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, now let me say, I have something to say about that. Um, by the way, I'm going to say something that you'll, you'll, you'll receive a little bit of it. You're going to have to process that further downstream, remnant. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as he starts to think about that is, well, you're going to have a community. And actually, that means there's going to be another audience that's going to respond to this. It's going to be different. Mm-hmm. And by the way, for you, uh, you're going to have to return to me, get back in sync. Remember what you know. If you eat of my words, you'll have joy. Let's go back to that. I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to deliver you, and they're not going to prevail against you. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Nehemiah went, or excuse me, Jeremiah went from, this is a problem. Right. And what did he do? He dialogued with God, knowing that God would speak about it until finally he gets, ah, okay, mm-hmm. I got it. Um, I understand it now. Thank you. I'm ready. And the to resolution g- didn't come, but the promise of and the encouragement that God spoke to him gave him strength to continue on until it did arrive. Yeah. And by the way, he knew something that if he stayed with God, he would have what? He would have what? Joy. Yeah, absolutely. That Okay. Nobody else is going to have it, but I can have it because why? I choose. Right. And he says, Jeremiah, do you understand the depth of what I'm asking you to ask everybody? Which, mm-hmm. by the way, I'm going to have you ask the remnant because they're going to be facing a completely different life. They're getting captured and taken to Babylonia. Mm-hmm. Um, so their idea of, of, of blessing is going to be way different. But if they walk with me, they're going to have joy. Mm-hmm. Do you see how that works? If it works for you, then you can, you can express it to others. Don't worry about outcome. Okay. Mm. All right. And so he, he went through the beautiful experience of, man, this ain't working, and I'm really discouraged to... Oh, uh, by just doing what? Prayer. What? Mm-hmm. Dialogue, 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 back and forth, back and forth, as God then says, let me guide you, lead you, speak to you into what I want you to understand. All I'm asking you to do is be with me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Talk to me and listen to what I say, receive what I say, and then, okay, let's go. Um, and I, I can resolve this, you know, and that's what that's what prayer is all about. So we encourage everybody that what a great example that our prayer life isn't out of everything is always fantastic. <laughs> and um, because of covenant, I'm blessed to be a blessing. Nothing ever happens to me. Jesus said in the world, you're going to have what? Trouble. Trouble. And, and God says, hey, by the guess what? Amongst even Christians, like amongst your family, you're going to have mm-hmm. opposition. You're going to have conflict. You're going to have self-centered people that are going to try to manipulate you all the time. It's going to be discouraging. Guess what? Stay with me. Dialogue with me. Come and talk to me. I'll walk you through it. I'll speak to you truth. Right. You just have to have a heart to go and stay with me and then, and then realize, okay, I got, I got it. You know? and so what a, what a beautiful example of prayer. That's a great example. Thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you, everyone, for joining us. 
If today brought up questions for you, send them in to us at questions at afjministry.com and we will be happy to um, talk through that. So have a great day. Thanks again, Rich. Yep. Uh, we love you guys. And uh, Father, we do just thank you that uh, you just love us to the level of mm-hmm. um, uh, we can walk with you authentically and share our heart knowing that you, you're going to speak about it. We just have to stay with you to receive it and then get back into that sink of joy with you because we're just with you and receiving your word and chewing on your word. We praise you and thank you for that in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. All right, we'll see you. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.